Stokes County, North Carolina. It was formed during the year 1789 from Surrey County. It was named after Captain John Stokes. John Stokes was a revolutionary patriot. He was also a surveyor. He was a patriot with the 6th Virginia Continental Regiment in 1776. And he later became the first federal district judge appointed in North Carolina. Hi, this is your friend Carol from Piedmont Trails. And today we are going to concentrate on the early roads traveling through Stokes County before it became a county. This is episode number 35 in our third season, and we're going to be sharing the roads from Stokes County, 18th century, from 1746 to 1770. And we'll get started right after this break. Join the journey with Piedmont Trails by subscribing to our website. You can visit us at PiedmontTrails.com and hit the subscribe button and join the journey with us. Join us as we discover the Great Wagon Road. We make discoveries of the colonial indentured servants and we discover the Yakin Valley Railroad and the Loyalist versus Patriots project. There are so many things to discover with Piedmont Trails, so join with us as we journey back to the past. Thank you so much for joining us today, and and welcome everyone to the show. Again, this is episode number 35 in our third season of Piedmont Trails podcast. Our show is entitled Stokes County Area 18th Century Roads. And today we're going to be concentrating on the roads between the years of 1746 through 1770 in the Stokes County present-day boundaries. Now, Stokes County didn't become a county until 1789. So, for the records, you're going to need to look in four different counties for these early, early records. And they are dating from 1746. You will need to concentrate in Bladen County records. From 1750, it goes to Anson County. 1753, you'll be looking in Rowan County. And then eventually end up in Surrey County. And then by 1789, you will be in Stokes County. I'm going to start off the show by naming 15 early settlements that were noted in the Piedmont area of North Carolina. And they were noted prior to the year of 1750. There were families who had migrated uh, to North Carolina for the land, land grants that were given through Granville Properties. And these settlements grew between the years of 1746 and 1750. So through this four-year span, these settlements were prevalent in the Piedmont area during the year 1750. And they are, I'm going to name the 15 of them right now. They are Fourth Creek Settlement, Brine Settlement, Irish Settlement, Davidson's Creek Settlement, New Garden Settlement, Dan River Settlement, Town Fork Settlement, Blues Creek Settlement, Mulberry Fields Settlement, Buffalo Creek Settlement, Hollow Settlement, Brushy Fork Settlement, Cheryl Settlement, Jersey Settlement, and Deep River Settlement. Now, out of these 15 that I have named to you today, 
four of them reside within the boundaries of present-day Stokes County. And that's important. The reason being is because they each of these settlements had roads that led to them. And it, why are the roads so important? Because roads allow us to follow the actual footsteps of our ancestors. We can learn more about their activities, where they were having to travel from uh, to get supplies or to trade for goods or to um, visit other family members or neighbors. It, it allows us to learn more about them if we study the roads. Now, through the Great Wagon Road Project, we've been able to determine 10 roads that were prevalent in Stokes County, in the present-day Stokes County boundaries, up from 1746 to 1770. 10 roads. And these roads, in accordance to our research and study, were traveled frequently. They led to particular places. And there's a reason for their existence during this time period. But getting back to the settlements, of the four that were prevalent in Stokes County, they are the Dan River Settlement, Town Fork Settlement, Blues Creek Settlement, and Buffalo Creek Settlement. The Dan River Settlement was pretty much riding along the Dan River. It was north of present-day Pine Hall in Stokes County, um, traveling northward somewhat over towards the Dan River. And it included families that actually owned property in present-day Rockingham County. This was not a, um, a very popular settlement area, but it did consist of several families before 1750. The Buffalo Creek settlement is, of course, right along Buffalo Creek, and it is mainly comprised of Quakers who have migrated down to this particular area and have set up meeting houses. There was one meeting house right along Buffalo Creek um, for years that stayed in existence. There was also another one that resided in the area of Westfield, um, Stokes County. Um, it didn't have a very long history there, but um, there was a meeting house there. There was also, there's new speculation of research that we have been conducting with the Great Wagon Road Project that seems to bring forward information about another meeting house that was located in Meadows, North Carolina, which would have been in Stokes County, which would have been right along near King, near King, uh, near the Forsyth and uh, Stokes County line there. The Blues Creek settlement was pretty much right around Blues Creek that we know of today. Um, it would have been right in that area, and it was a popular place, but not as much during the 1750 as it became through the years later. We're going to discuss some of the reasons why into that, too. The most popular settlement in present-day Stokes County during this time frame would have no doubt would have been Town Fork Settlement. And we're really going to get into Town Fork Settlement because the, a lot of the roads that led in through Stokes County led to this particular area. All right, we're going to name the, um, I'm going to share with all of you the 10 roads that the Great Wagon Road Project has been able to determine their existence. In most cases, we've been able to determine their actual routes, 
how they traveled and what time frame they appeared during Stokes County history. Um, so we'll start by naming the 10 and they are the Ridgeline Road, Matthew Morris Road, Morgan Bryan Road, Buffalo Meeting House Road, Virginia Road, Scales Road, Town Fork Road, Shoals Road, Holler Road, and Gist Road. Now, if you'll notice, I didn't mention the Great Wagon Road. The Great Wagon Road is among this list of roads. The reason why I've named the roads the way that I have is because this is the way that the roads are mentioned on legal documents, and that is in per se of land grants and land deeds. You have to understand 18th century um, roads and how they came about and how people referred to them. They were, it, it may have been a, a, the same road traveling for hundreds of miles through different colonies and, and different counties. But that particular same road would have been named different things as it traveled. Uh, roads were important in how where they traveled from point A to point B. That was their main importance. Um, getting to one courthouse to another. Getting to the trading or market street in one area to back to home. Um, back to their settlement. So that's the roads were important in that sense. Not necessarily in their names. You didn't have road signs per se back in the 18th century. Um, so declaring that this road is Ridgeline Road. You just didn't have that. So the locals would refer a road in such a in, in one way, whereas others like a surveyor or someone else from a different area of the, of the colony or a different area altogether would have referred to the road as a completely different entity. So now of the roads that I have mentioned, four of these roads are young ones. We're going to call them the young ones of the group. And they are Scales Road, Shoals Road, Buffalo Creek Meeting House Road, and Matthew Moore's Road. These are the babies of the group. <laughs> the Scales Road is a marketing road. This is a major road for uh, tobacco to go back and forth uh, into southern Virginia, into the northern sections of Stokes County, going back and forth uh, for trade purposes. Uh, Shoals Road is a, an extension that is traveling through Quaker Gap in, in what we know today as Quaker Gap in Stokes County. And Buffalo Creek Meeting House Road is a road that joins the Hollow Road that is leading towards the Buffalo Creek area. And then Matthew Moore's Road is a road that is linked to Gist Road or slash Morgan Bryan Road that is connecting through the Hanging Rock State Park area and through present-day Danbury and that area. So those are the four youngest of the group. The older ones are the Ridgeline Road, in which the Great Wagon Road project is claiming as the Great Wagon Road. This is the oldest determined route that we've been able to distinguish in the Stokes County area. The other older routes are Morgan Bryan Road, Virginia Road, Town Fork Road, and Holler Road, and Gist Road. Now, two of these roads are one and the same, and that is except for a few exceptions, and I'll go into detail about that, but the Morgan Bryan Road and the Gist Road are one and the same roads. Uh, Morgan Bryan Road travels more, um, it connects from Mulberry Fields Settlement in Wilkes County over to the Dan River area sections in Stokes County, However, 
that road, it separates uh, near present-day Germanton along that area right before it gets to the Dan River. And Gist Road travels more in a southeast position where Morgan Brown Road travels more in a northeast uh, position. Uh, Matthew Moore's Road picks up um, Morgan Brown's Road in that area. So these three roads tie into one another. I know it sounds confusing <laughs> and it's difficult to share it with you on a vocal format, but I hope that you, if you have a Stokes County map and you're looking up these areas that I'm mentioning, like Quaker Gap and uh, the Dan River, uh, Townport Creek, then Meadows, you can pinpoint where I'm pointing out these roads and how they connected. So I'll repeat that. The Gist Road and the Morgan Bryan Road were pretty much the same road until it reached um, near present-day Quaker Gap. At that point, Gist Road bared off uh, towards Townport uh, Settlement, and then Morgan Bryan's Road picked up the pretty much the Ridgeline Road through that area and then traveled up through Virginia that way. The uh, Hollow Road traveled from present-day Carroll County, Virginia, through Surrey County, and ended up on the western sections of Stokes County. Um, the Holler Road also traveled further into the northern sections, northwestern sections of Guilford County. This road led into the New Garden Settlement, which is known as uh, near the site of the Battle of Guilford Courthouse during the American Revolutionary War. The New Garden Settlement was a prime primary settlement during these early, early years, and the Holler Road led to that direction. It did travel through the Stokes County area on, on the western side of the county. The Town Fork Road picks up the same um, connection with the Ridgeline Road, in which we are distinguishing as the Great Wagon Road, and from that point, we think that the Great Wagon Road traveled through Town Fork Settlement, and it traveled towards Old Field uh, Creek area and then traveled uh, further south and southwest in that direction. Now, for many of you, I can already feel the struggle that you're going to, you're getting ready to embrace because you're going to try to prove that your ancestor was living in one of these early settlements um, prior to Stokes County becoming a county, and that would have been in Bladen, Anson, Rowan, or Surrey County at that time. And you're going to be looking for land records, but let me give you this little warning and this clue before you start researching into your early surnames along your family tree. Now, a lot of the land grants that the Great Wagon Road Project has been investigating have not been found in Bladen County, Anson County, Rowan, or Surrey County. Uh, they have been found in other counties, primarily in Orange County. The land records from this time period are sometimes difficult to transcribe or even locate. And you have to become familiar with specific landmarks and find a specific person that you know for sure that was living in a particular area such as Town Fork Settlement. I'll prom example, let me let me give you an example before I confuse everyone. Um, there was a Baptist preacher by the name of James Hampton 
who was living in the town Fort Creek um, settlement during the year 1747. His name was James Hampton. We've been able to prove this through his documents and his journal, his travel, uh, his travels where he traveled to, and um, he doesn't apply. He applies for a land grant, but he doesn't succeed in that with an actual survey until later on, years later. But he has proven that he's already been living in this area for many, for several years. So it takes a lot of time and effort and a great understanding of how the landmarks are around the Dan River to learn how the, um, how the Dan River curves in certain areas. Um, where the waterways spill into the Dan River. Um, same thing goes with Town Fort Creek. Town Fort Creek is mentioned in many, many early uh, documentaries of journals and diaries that date before the Moravians of 1752. So you, I encourage each and every one of you to learn more about the land of Stokes County. Um, this is the way that our colonial ancestors identified where they were. If uh, a waterway took a certain certain turn towards the east or towards the west, they knew of this. Um, if they approached a bottomland or a soggy area, they knew where they were. They knew it by the, the landscape's descriptions. Now I'm going to share some early surnames of the Town Fork Creek settlement um, that the Great Wagon Road project has been able to prove so far. And that is William Haltham, John Reynolds, James Hampton, Enoch Lewis, Nathaniel Gist, Philip Wilson. Bear with me, I'm going through my notes. Ben Young, Isaiah Young, Samuel Smith, Thomas Heath, Samuel Hampton, John Calloway, John Gibson, William Fallis, Joseph Bolajak, Isaac McCayman, John Mickey, Robert Biggs, John Lard, and Dr. Andrew Bowman. Now, if you're researching in the years after 1760, I want you to keep this in mind. The Moravians arrived in the Piedmont area in the fall of 1753. They had already staked their lands. They had already filed their surveys. That began in 1752. By 1753, the uh, first members of the Moravian settlements arrived. In 1754, they petitioned for four new roads, four brand new main primary roads that lead to their settlement of Bethabra. Uh, in 1754. They were granted this permission of creating these additional roads. Now, from 1754 to 1760, there are a number amount of roads that the Moravians have created. This also changes the landscape in Stokes County, a present-day Stokes County. They were also acquiring land grants in these areas, preferably in the Blues Creek uh, settlement area, um, this extended down into the old Field Creek area, and it also extended into sections of eastern present-day Stokes County and the upper sections. Um, this greatly influenced the roads that were in this region. So I um, appeal to each of you to keep that in mind. 
because it forever changed the way the roads were routed in Stokes County prior to the Moravians arriving. That's very important to know and recognize. Also, I'd like for all of you to keep in mind of the land surveys. They need to become your best friend when you're using this type of technique and trying to identify where your land ancestors were during this time period in Stokes County. Rely on the surveys. Rely on them. For the most part, Churton is, uh, William Churton is your main surveyor, but um, there are other surveyors that are very active during this time period. So for the early ones, you will see William Churton as your surveyor. So just rely on those descriptions and the actual surveys themselves and use that as your clues and hints to guide you along the way to determine which of these roads your ancestors may have used and where they lived. Now, I know it's difficult for everyone listening today to grasp all this information um, at once and then use it with your genealogy research or your historical research. But today I've given you the 15 names of the earliest settlements within the Piedmont region. And I've also shared with you the 10 most important primary routes through present day Stokes County that date before 1770. So this gives you a head start. And I've also clarified about the importance of the surveys and the, and the descriptions in the land deeds and land grants themselves, which is critical with your research. So don't take all this in and be disheartened by it. I want you to be excited about it and, um, and move forward from that point. We, we are planning on a very detailed segment coming up on PiedmontTrails.com by way of an article that will be covering all of the Town Fork settlement. And then over the next months, we will be including down, uh, Dan River uh, settlement and Buffalo Creek settlement and Blues Creek settlement. The Blues Creek settlement is very important in the years after 1760. And the reason for that is because of the Moravians and how they began to move their, um, their colonies and what they're trying to set up with Bethabra and Bethania and Freeburg and Freeland of all of their Moravian settlements. They're trying to expand themselves. And Blues Creek becomes important in this time span because of that. So it's important that we recognize all the historical aspects of our history. Um, it allows us to understand what our ancestors experienced. So, but anyway, don't be disheartened by all of this information all at once. Um, start by a little and then work your way through it. Okay, that wraps up today's show, and I want to thank each and every one of you for joining me today. I hope this uh, gives you a head start on really researching in great depth on the early records that pertain to the Stokes County area during the mid to the latter portions of the 18th century. And again, always know that Piedmont Trails is here for you. You can always get in touch with us through PiedmontTrails.com, and we'll be happy to answer your questions the best that we can to our ability. In the meantime, uh, enjoy your journey to the past, everyone, and God bless.